What's up, everybody? It's Jay Shear from the Story Geeks Podcast. Excited to announce to you our new channel, the Story Geeks Talk Disney Plus. With the new Disney Plus service coming out and with so many geek properties, Star Wars, Marvel, Indiana Jones, Pixar films, Disney films, Rocketeer, personal favorite of mine. With so much geek Disney content coming out, we are dedicating an entire channel just to Disney Plus, and we hope that you will join us for the ride. If you've been an existing fan of the Story Geeks podcast, thank you so much for joining us and subscribing to this channel as well. We can't wait to dig into Disney stories with you guys. And if you're new to the channel, welcome. We like to dig deeper into great geek stories and Disney now owns a lot of them and will be putting them on Disney+. Plus. Our show lineup is similar to what we do in the Story Geeks podcast, but a little different. So let me go over some of the things that we'll be doing on the Story Geeks Talk Disney+. Plus. First, after shows. There's a lot of content coming out from Star Wars and Marvel, especially related to TV shows. And so we want to do episode-by-episode episode breakdowns with you week after week. So if you're interested in The Mandalorian, we'll be talking about that every week, and we'd love to have you join us. We'll be digging deeper like we always do and just basically geeking out on new Star Wars content. Plus, just like we do on the Story Geeks channel, we'll be digging deeper into Disney films that fit into a geek definition. So how cool is that going to be when we get to tell you guys which movie we're going to watch? You can watch it and then join us to talk about it. A lot of our shows are going to be live shows as well, so it's going to be really fun to interact with you guys live. We'll also be doing some special shows like What to Watch. If you're looking for geek content on Disney+, Plus, we want to help you out by telling you what we'll be watching and what's available that you might be interested in. And if you see anything that you want us to watch and talk about, let us know. We're also going to be doing a lot of show and movie reviews just so that you know what you can watch on Disney Plus and enjoy as a geek. And if you're just stopping here and wondering what in the world is a geek, well, a geek is somebody who likes science fiction, fantasy, and or comic books. Even the old Disney animated movies fall into the fantasy category. So does Pixar. So we have a pretty wide range of shows for a wide range of people. And of course, we're huge Star Wars and Marvel fans, not to mention my favorite, Indiana Jones. So be sure to stick around and subscribe to the channel. Also, you're probably wondering, who are the Story Geeks? Who is part of the Story Geeks community? I'm glad you asked. My name is Jay Shear. You can read more about me under my bio, but I'm a writer and I'm passionate about storytelling, and I can't wait to break down some of these awesome Disney stories. Daryl Smith, my co-host, is a giant geek and has been reading comic books for years and years and years. He's been a co-host of mine for a long time and is also really good at digging deep into material. Sandra Demas, another co-host of the show, fantastic personality and brings a lot of insight into some of our favorite films. Ashley Pauls has been joining us as well. She's been a blogger for us, but is now going to be doing some of our podcasts, including The Mandalorian. I also have to give a shout out to Nathan Sheck, who edits most of our podcasts and who every once in a while throws in an editor's note just in case we're getting off track. Now, if you're wondering, what will the Story Geeks podcast talking about Disney Plus sound like? We have some clips from times that we've talked about Disney movies, the same kind of movies that will be coming out on Disney+. Plus. Take a listen to what we talked about before. 
Um, Thor is pretty high up for me now. I don't have an official ranking. Um, obviously, he's not number one. We all know that. It's Captain America. He, he started off charming, and he has gotten to be one of the funniest of the lot, despite having lost an astonishing amount, uh, more than any other Avenger, I think. Aladdin should have been called Jasmine. In fact, I'd go so far as to say it should have been called Why Jasmine Don't Need No Man Because Aladdin Be Skeezy <laughs> Tricking Her and Lying to Her Throughout the Whole Movie. I've definitely had periods in my life and ideas and experiences that I did not want to let go of. You, you have to grow up. You have to take on bigger challenges and take on responsibility and be an adult. Yeah. But you don't want to let go of some of these things that were such a profound, beautiful, joyful part of your life. Mm. So to see Andy deal with that struggle mm. relates to me. I, I feel that very strongly. Mm. But not just that, he also finds a solution. In something as simple as passing these toys down to Bonnie, mm. that joy is not just going to disappear. Yeah. You know, that experience was not pointless. It's now going to be relived all over again through Bonnie. You know, that is what fundamentally is her power, is her ability to stand up and overcome it, driven by her own passion. And his request of her to not feel things and just to be like a cold-blooded killer was, you know, in some ways very anti-human and also very anti-feminine. Yeah. There was a lot of unexpected stuff in this movie. Lots of choices that I didn't see coming. Lots of sort of left turns. Right. Um, what surprised you the most? Fat Thor. Yeah, right? That was, <laughs> oh, that yeah. was the thing that took me off guard the most. Lebowski, Lebowski Thor. Lebowski Thor. Yeah. I think this is a great five, so I'm not criticizing the movie per se. I just think that these, are, that these would be great to add in some way, shape, or form. Love, which does not appear at all. Um, and I think love... You could break that down into some of the five anyways. Like you say, love has a versions of sadness and joy and th things like that. But it is sort of an emotion that is experienced that I feel like it's hard to call anything else. Like you might have joy while experiencing love. You might have sadness while experiencing love. But it is of itself its own thing to me. I feel like enough. though this movie is too insightful and too aware of itself to do something like limiting love to being an emotion. I mean, I was already sold on Leia because of the fact that she was the first princess where I was like, she's not a damsel in distress. She doesn't need saving. I mean, kind of not really, but like she can also take care of herself. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. It was the moment when in Return of the Jedi, when she pretty much just decided, you know what? Even though I'm in this gold bikini and I'm being shown off to the world and all this kind of crap because Jabba wants this thing uh, and then decides to just flip the chains over and chokes him till his death. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, this is this is my princess. That's it. She's mine now, and I love her forever. You fellas are basically the only people I get to talk with and at very loudly about Star Wars um, <laughs> outside of outside of Twitter, because there's a lot of real um, there's some real fan toxicity with Star Wars online, and there's just none of that here. It's a very clean, safe place, so it's you know it's it's cathartic. It's um it's good stuff. 
If you liked what you heard there, make sure you subscribe to the Story Geeks Disney Plus channel on your preferred podcast provider. The Story Geeks Talk Disney Plus. If you're an existing Story Geek, give us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. I would love that. I'd love to get a good start with getting reviews right off the bat. And if you have friends or family members who are signing up for Disney Plus, share this channel with them. We'd love to have them as a part of our bigger community. And remember, question everything in your favorite Disney Plus stories and always seek the truth. I do wonder how Thanos calculates things and how much thought goes into, you know, what presumably is instinctive almost when he has the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, does the population of Asgard get, get halved, whatever remains of it? Or has it already been halved, so it's kind of, they're left okay, you know, in the same with all the other worlds he's visited. Do they get rehaved? What happens to that? This is an academic point, but still, it, it keeps me up at night. It's very upsetting. Yeah. <laughs>